detective, starring the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of the Saloon Statuette. And right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform. Reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Hello, Rhoda. Oh, good day, John. Now, haven't we gone formal all of a sudden? Hello, Don. Why are you all dressed up in a dinner jacket? Well, it's not because I wanted to. I hate these boiled shirts. And why all the glamour? I'm supposed to go to a party. A party? Well, it's not a party, exactly. Well, make up your mind, Mr. Hancock. Is it or isn't it? Well, yeah. You're making a lot of sense tonight, aren't you, Don? What I mean is, it isn't exactly a party. You said that before. It's an exhibit, sort of, the uh, Shalini Adonis. Oh, I've heard of it. It's supposed to be very beautiful. Silver, isn't it? Oh, that's the one. A man named uh, Stephen Granwood owns it now and he's having a show. Hmm, you are very fortunate to be able to see it. It's supposed to be one of the masterpieces of the world. I was wondering if you and Rhoda would like to come with me. I know it'll be all right with Granwood. Why, thank you very much, Don. I'd like to. Uh, Rhoda? Oh, I'd love it. Oh, you better dress so happily. I wouldn't want to stream down in front of his friends. Oh, don't be a goon, Rhoda. You shouldn't be so impressed with a dinner jacket. Yeah, I am. Where do you see me in my war paint? Yes, it's admired. Tell me it's really something. Yeah, I'll whistle when we come back. I didn't know you knew Stephen Glenwood, Don. I don't, but a friend of mine is the art critic in one of the bailers and the other Baptist pastors, and he gave me three. Funny that Glenwood should have these separate. Why? He's a collector. Goodness knows he's got money enough to buy anything. I'm not so sure about that. I know that a great deal of it just came from inside gentlemen. I imagine the war has sort of cramped his style. Yeah, down to his last yacht, I suppose. And all the money in the world, except $16. Where did you get the statuette, Don? Do you remember? Well, we brought it from some refugee who was hard up, my friend told me. Well, I'd better dress too. Make yourself comfortable. I'll be down in a minute. What time are they going to show the check to it, Oh, I can't wait to see it. About 10 o'clock, all right. Supposed to be in that case over there with a stall on it. Well, you'll have to read about half an hour anyway. It's only half past nine now. Mr. Blackstone, this is an honor. I'm Stephen Glenwood. Oh, how do you do? I've enjoyed your show many times. Oh, thank you, Mr. Glenwood. I've heard you're quite a collector, too, Mr. Blackstone. Hey, Don, would you get me some punch and die in the face? There's punch in the first room on your right, Mr. Hancock. Perhaps Mr. Blackstone will enjoy some tea. Uh, thanks, no. Uh, later, perhaps. I'll be back. My collection is quite different from yours, Mr. Glenwood. I just collect magic. Isn't all beauty magic? I have often thought so. In a way, perhaps you're right. But, Don, what an open night. But why did you speak? You brought up the smoke. You touched it and kissed. Who? You might have been some of your tricks. It's a pretty world. I have always liked. It was silver. You're a bad one, Don. What on earth are you trying to say? Right in my hand. Huh? Yeah, it was gone. Nothing else. 
surprised me. What are you talking about, Don? I'm telling you. <laughs> I was able to defend. I was told the butler to cut down on the brandy a little. The brandy? The rose. Uh, I mean, I'm taking you out in the balcony for a little fresh air. I will see you the rest of my day. We'll see you later. Uh, okay, you come on this way, Don. You'll feel better in a minute. Well, I shouldn't feel worse. Say, now, what is all this about? You haven't been drinking, have you, Don? Of course not. I went to get the trunk for Rhoda, and I took the wrong turn. To the left, instead of the right. The little room, and there was a bowl of roses on the table. Don't tell me the whole bowl went poop. No, just one rose went poop. I kind of always liked, and, well, I reached out to touch one of them. Exploded in the same air. A flash of light, and then nothing. Did the rose look any different from any of the others in the bowl? It's very that's all. That's funny. Well, there's probably some explanation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to unveil the saloon statuette. Oh, Come on, we don't want any fish. Will you all stand back, ladies and gentlemen? We have a special sort of lighting arrangement in the case. And I want you all to catch your first glimpse of the statue at a distance. After that, you may examine it at will. Ready? I'll turn on the light inside the case. And twist off the cord. There it is. Benito Cellini's statue of Adonis. Where do you see the material on it? That's what made Celine the master of all. The, the light? Oh, the light is gone off. What is this? Oh. Get your light with sun. Turn it on. Quick. Don't tell anybody to do it. Oh, the light that's nothing. Look, black's on. The statuette is gone. The case is broken. There's an elephant gun from the collection on the wall. Everyone stay where they are. That's what he says. Call the police someone. Yeah. There's no need for that. I beg your pardon, Mr. Blackstone. Get that gun down. What are you driving at, Blackstone? Cover Brenner's gun. Me? You? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're covered, mister. Stop taking down the thing. You'll go off in your hand. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. Put that gun down, Hancock. Don't you do it, Dan. I'll hang on if it kills me. And it probably will. I demand an explanation. You'll get one. Or an apology if I'm wrong. Which I don't think I am. Rhoda? Yes, sir. Look at the case where the statuette was. On the bottom of the case, there is a face the statue was on, right? Right. The base is stained as though there's smoke, right? Right. And around the base, there are a few bits of charred paper. Yeah, that's right. What does this fool back We're wasting time. The thief can get away. No, he can't. We have him. Don Hancock has an elephant gun trained on him. Oh, great Scott. You're the thief, Leonard. The police pursued it when they discovered a real statuette hidden somewhere around this house. Call the police, Rhoda. I've a nice cold drink, and you just sit down and relax. Relax. I'll never be able to relax again. I wasn't set out for this sort of thing. Look, Blackstone, explain it all to me all over again, will you? You were there, Don. Frankly, I wouldn't be the one to know. Your Honor, everything went blind. <laughs> well, I suspected something was funny when you told me Glenridge had the statuette. I knew he'd covered heavy losses. All his money was tied up in germs. He couldn't have had the price for the statue. And then you told us about the rose that went poop. And mentioned that the rose seemed silver. That sort of spelt flash powder. You know, the kind photographers use. That's the only thing that would make the rose explode like that. Yeah, but the statuette exploded too, and yet the police found it hidden in the secret panel in Glenridge's house. Don, sometimes I don't think you're quite dead. It exploded with a paper mache model of the statue. 
And the model had been sprayed with flash powder? Yeah, and some of the powder had got onto the rose as the model was being sprayed. Yeah, but how did you know it was Glenridge? Well, the case was smashed, but still the opening wasn't large enough for the statue to have been removed. And that was something Glenridge hadn't figured on when he shot it with the elephant gun. One more thing I want to know. Why? The refugee who brought that statue into the country wasn't a refugee, but a German spy. Glenn Riggs was to steal it, collect the insurance, and strip it off the agents in this country. Well, I'll be darned. I suspected something funny when you said a refugee stole the statue. It was too big to smuggle out of the country, and the Nazis wouldn't have let anyone take anything that valuable, unless they wanted them to. So another mystery was solved by magic. And Don Hancock. Now, look, there's one favor I want to ask. What is it, Don? Just tell me about cases from now on. Don't take me along, too. <laughs> and now, how's about a trick to take our minds off all this? <laughs> what trick are you going to show us now, Blackstone? A very famous one, Don, that hasn't been done for 450 years. Don't tell me it takes that long to learn. If you don't know the secret, it would take at least that long. Christopher Columbus once performed it. You mean you're going to discover a continent like so? No, I'm going to balance an egg. Legend has it that Columbus balanced an egg as part of his argument that the world was round. Legend also has it that he broke the end of the egg in order to do it. But we aren't breaking any eggs. Yeah, the Blackstone, you have three eggs on that base. Can't the trick work the first time? Of course it will, Don. Those extra eggs are for you and Rhoda. So take the tricks and we'll all start together right here on this table. Hey, look out, Rhoda. You'll crack that egg. Not with your tablecloth on the table, Don. And a little thump won't hurt. Well, that's good, man. Right, the tablecloth ought to make the trick a bit easier. Not for you, it won't, Don. And why not? Because you're trying to balance the egg on its small end, Don. Yeah, well, I'll have to try the other way around, I guess. Doesn't, doesn't help much, though. Oh, it doesn't. These are strictly non-balanceable eggs. You think so, Rhoda? Well, just take a look over here. <laughs> Hey, look, John. Blackstone has balanced his egg already. Oh, that's impossible. Well, you're right, Rose. You're right, too, Don. It's impossible, but there it is, an egg standing upright. And if you think it isn't magic, well, here. Just examine the egg to yourself. Well, it's just a perfectly ordinary egg. But uh, how did you make it balance? Well, we'll let Rhoda try it, if you know, Don. And if you can't make the trick work, I'll be back to explain it. How are you doing at balancing an egg? Balancing an egg is worse than balancing a budget. It just won't work. <laughs> Look, Rhoda. Just set the egg carefully on the big end, here on the table, and... It's balanced again. Of course, because I'm using a white tablecloth. This is a perfect trick for the dinner table, Rhoda. Ah, you're spooking it now, Blackstone. How can a white tablecloth help the trick? Well, just take a close look, Don, after I lift the egg. I don't see anything. Oh, where did I do I feel it now that there's salt on this tablecloth. Exactly. Filling salt is good luck before you balance the Just make a little pile of salt like this. On the white tablecloth where nobody will notice it. That's right. Then set the egg carefully on the table, using the salt like a little golf tee. And there's the egg. Balance. Well, you proved that Columbus is right, Blackstone. I hope you like that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And until next time, Mrs. Blackstone saying good magic. And goodbye. <laughs>
living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of The Curse of Kali and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician.